So what does BJ mean by don't be a yellow line chiropractor? Don't be a mixer. <clears throat> That's one of them. Don't be a mixer. Do what you're trained to do. That's what Dr. City used to say. Do what you're trained to do. Right? So many people become a chiropractor because they get a chance to have doctor after their name and then now they can do anything they bloody well please. Right? So you go into chiropractic offices, you drive around here and look at some chiropractic signs. And I see uh, uh, HCG therapy, and I see weight loss, and I see you know acupuncture, and I see homeopathy. And I'm like, well, what? Uh, why? Why is this happening? Right? Why do you think they would do something like that? There's only one reason. Because they don't trust this. If you trust the adjustment, you don't have to do anything else. Right? I trust the adjustment. What else is there to do? I don't know what else to do. I don't want to know what else to do. I have no interest in learning acupuncture. Now, I, I'm interested in acupuncture. I've been to acupuncture, right? I've been to homeopaths. But I'm not saying that I want to do it. Not that anything's wrong with doing it, but if you want to be a homeopath, then become a homeopath. You want to be an acupuncturist, become an acupuncturist. If you want to be a physical therapist, become a physical therapist. But if you want to be a chiropractor, can you please do chiropractic? I would really appreciate if you would do chiropractic if you're a chiropractor. Not to say you can't have them in your offices, right? Not to say you can't have them in your offices. So there's plenty of uh, friends of mine and colleagues of mine who have a chiropractor and acupuncturist and homeopathy and you know physical therapists and all kinds of people in their offices, and that's totally cool because that's you know having a multidisciplinary practice. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's the kind of practice you want. But make sure if you're in that kind of practice, you separate that I am doing chiropractic, and the most important thing is the chiropractic. Because everything else you do in the office is really secondary to the adjustment. Because they can get anything else anywhere else, but they can only get chiropractic from a chiropractor. Right? And to me, that's what's so important. And here's a case in point. I can tell you a, a, a illustrative story. 
maybe seven years ago, six or seven years ago, a patient came to me, a little boy uh, from uh, Swanee or Duluth or somewhere about over an hour from here. And this boy was, uh, I think, eight or nine years old and had Tourette's. He's just diagnosed with Tourette's syndrome. And this was what he looked like when he came in. Like this. And I you know, talking to parents and talking to him, when did all this start? Well, started in August when we started school. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a stressful year going in from like second to third grade, a lot more work uh, in third grade. Uh, and the teacher was kind of a, a much harsher teacher. So I think he's getting a little upset by that. So in the beginning, it was just like, like his little twitches like this with his you know, shoulder, maybe his, his head or something. But then as the year progressed, and now it goes through September and now October, it was getting worse and worse. And now he's having these mild vocalizations. Like, so he's kind of blowing air out. So he hasn't started actually saying anything yet. And by the way, most people like, another thing about Tourette's is people who like curse. But that's not necessarily what happens for most cases to people with Tourette's. That's actually quite rare to have someone who actually says some <coughs> horrible words. <coughs> most of it is, is, is some sort of a grunting noise or a blowing of air or something like that. Anyway, so they went to the medical, their pediatrician, and the pediatrician sent them to the neurologist, and the neurologist sent them to another neurologist, and the neurologist sent them to another specialist. So they did the four or five different specialists, and they, they said whatever they already knew, right? These guys Tourette's will no, no kidding. We, we got that. But what was, their, what was the, uh, the result? What was the result of their, all their analysis? <coughs> give them some drugs, right? Let's give them some phenobarbital. Right? That's what we need. We need some more. This kid's got a lack of phenobarbital in his body. So let's give him some phenobarbital. But they did not want to do that. And that's how they ended up to see me. They said, we don't want to give my kid drugs that strong. Because uh, phenobarbital is a seizure. That's for usually for seizures. And that's how, they're, how a lot of times they treat this kind of stuff. So he came in to see us. And here's the thing I want you to think about. This is the whole thing of this yellow line, right? This yellow line. So like, here's my side, and here's their side. And they didn't want this side, right? So I'm over here. Now, think about what could have happened if I decided to kind of skirt both sides, right? Or think about what could have happened if they never came on to our side. And the, the, the subtitle to this thought process is trajectories, right? I want you to think about where this boy would have ended up if he didn't come into our office. So he comes into the office. And we do our exam, case history, we do our exam. And I'm, at that time, I was just getting involved with functional neurology, so I did some, some functional neurology stuff. He had all kinds of neurological uh, you know, issues uh, going on. And uh, I always do a diet with these kind of kids, too. Um, and we checked out his, his diet, and his diet was, it, well, actually, I gave him a diet chart. And a week later, he came back, and this kid only ate, only ate mac and cheese and pizza and bagels, and that was it. That was it. There was nothing else, no, no, nothing else, no water, no fruits, no vegetables. So at the report of findings, I'm like, all right, I know you guys live far away, but you're going to have to come in like two or three times a week for the next like couple of months in order to get this kid turned around. And we're going to have to really change his diet, and we have all these neurological, functional neurological exercises he's going to do at home. Um, but the focus really is going to be the adjustment, because the adjustment is the thing that's going to bring his two sides together, that's going to make his brain work better, make his body work better. So he was adjusted. He did his functional neurology exercises. They were very compliant with that. They changed what they ate. And in a month's time, one month's time, 
No more ticks. No more Tourette's. One last time. Think about the trajectory. Think that about the trajectory. Where would he have been if he had taken fetobolitol? And let's not just think short term. Let's think long term. Let's say they never went to a chiropractor. What would have happened with him? He takes the phenobarbital. Will the phenobarbital help the Tourette's? No. No. So now you've got a teenage boy, right? Because let's, let's pass it up a couple of years. Now you've got a teenage boy who still has Tourette's. And is he going to be able to stay in his normal class going all the time? No. All right, so now he's got to go into a special class or even a special school, right? Now, do you think this kid's going to be able to play sports? No. All right, so what will start happening to him because he's not playing sports? He will get depressed, right? Because boys especially, they need the dopamine, they need that energy release, that green time, right? They need that kind of stuff. But he's also eating constantly mac and cheese and pizza and bagels, and that just doesn't change. What will also happen to him? He will start, let's, let's call it obese. He will get lean towards obesity, right? So if you're, now if you're a young boy, you're a young teenage boy, and you don't play sports, and you're obese, what's that going to lead to? One main, one main disease. <laughs> Diabetes. Right? Diabetes, God forbid suicide, right? Do you see the trajectory changing here, right? So now the kid is able to be this high-functioning kid, because the kid was really brilliant, especially in math. The kid's going to be a high-functioning kid. He's going to be able to do whatever he feels like doing. He's going to be able to stay thin and strong and play sports and do all the things he wants. Or, if it didn't see me or you guys, because this is going to be your patients too in a couple of years. If it didn't see you, then he would be overweight, obese, diabetic, socially inept. Because of what you did. Because of what you did. That's what I mean by trajectory. That's what I mean by trajectory. And here's the biggest thing. The biggest thing of all, the number one thing that nobody can predict. Can you predict what his life will be like? No. So can you predict, could he become President of the United States? Sure. Is it possible? Right? Would that not be a really great thing to have some kid who came into one of our offices who explained him chiropractic and then 20 or 30 years down the line, that kid's now president? Right? Wouldn't that be really cool? And wouldn't that be really cool if this kid says, when this kid, not now a 45, 50-year-old guy, says, you know what? This Obamacare thing that they started in 2013, 2014, it didn't work. I'm going to abolish it. And what we're going to do is we're going to change something. We're going to change it to chiropractic. That's going to be the thing. So instead of like everybody getting insurance, <coughs> now everything gets chiropractic care. Because when I was a kid, chiropractic care changed my life. And now I'm the president, and I don't have Tourette's because I went to a chiropractor a long time ago. So I want to establish a thing where everybody is not going to chiropractors because instead of this insurance stuff, it doesn't work. Why don't we try every go to chiropractor and see if that works, right? Let's try it. Four years, I'll be in my, my first term for four years. Uh, so I'm going to do this for four years, my fellow Americans, and then after four years, we'll see if this works. And certainly, what we did then didn't work, right? How do you know? How do you know? And that's what I mean by trajectory. You've got no clue. So don't tell me that what you do is nothing. And don't tell me it's just a crack. And don't tell me I only got one adjustment in or a few adjustments in. I only got one month's worth of adjustments in because they could not get continue the commute. The commute was just way too much. But do you think we changed his life in one month? Absolutely. So never belittle the chiropractic adjustment. Never belittle this power that you have. And where is the power? Is the power really just in this? 
Is that where the real power comes from? No, where's the real power? It's coming from your heart and your mouth. Right? Because that's the life-changing thing. You can, he can just come in like this on an assembly line, clunk, and then zip away. And would that have changed him? Possibly. Possibly, right? It, it, maybe just the adjustment would have changed him. I don't know. But I think it was the interaction. I think overall it was the interaction between what I was able to teach him and his parents and how they were able to morph and change. I think that was the thing that made the difference in their trajectory. And that's what I want to bring out. Is that when you are with your patients now in clinic, or you are talking to people that you meet out in the streets, or <coughs> in the supermarket, or where, wherever you happen to be, and you talk about chiropractic, tell them what it really is. Tell them what it really does. Because people want what we got. People are clamoring for what we got. They're, they don't want this side. So ultimately, when we're talking about this yellow line thing, and some people say, well, you know, maybe I should dab a little bit over here and I should do a little bit over here. You know what? The successful chiropractors are the ones who stay on their side of the highway. There's no reason to go on their side. People want to come onto our side, right? So not only should you stay away from that because we shouldn't practice medicine without a license because it's not part of our scope, but why would you want to, right? Why would you want to give drugs? Why would you want to do minor surgery? Why would you want to do all the stuff that isn't chiropractic if they don't want it? If they're coming to us because they want something different, then give them something different. Don't give them all of the same, right? And that's how you become a successful chiropractor, is giving them something different. And you can become something different if that's what you decide. But also, see, trajectory now is not just what we did with that child, it's what you can do in your life. You got a year right now, maybe-ish, or so, depending on how long you got here in life. You got a year or so to decide what trajectory your life is going to be. You can either be a successful chiropractor right from the start, or you can be like people who call me up every single week, who are former students, who call me and say, I'm going out of practice, I've been in practice for a year, and I can't make it, and maybe you can give me some advice for the next time around. Or maybe, maybe this is too late, too late. You know, for this time around. Maybe you can change things. Well, you know what you gotta change? You gotta change your mind. You gotta change what you're saying. You gotta change what you're doing. Right? I'm tired of getting those kind of complaints. But I love hearing the stuff from myself, especially my former interns I'm always talking to, and all of them, all of them, all of them are successful. Because they got the mindset. And that's the mindset I wanna see everybody have. Because we can all be successful. All of you. If you've made it to this far in the program, you can be successful. But that's your trajectory, right? Don't wait for somebody else to make up your mind. Don't wait for somebody else to decide who you're going to be and how are you going to shift your life. If you want your life to be special and different and unique, then you better start planning it right now. Right? Change your trajectory. But the key to me, stay on your side. You don't need to go on that side. Stay on your side of the house. Got it? All right, question? Question? Ooh. So then why?